Welcome to Find the Good, a weekly podcast focused on helping you to find the good in your life despite the chaos, the busyness, and the challenges that come into our lives each and every day. Today, I am joined by Roy Hall. Roy is not only a good friend of mine, but an inspiration to me, and he has an amazing story. And I wanted to make sure you could learn his story and he could share some of his words of wisdom with you of how he has moved his life in powerful and amazing ways. And so the topic that we're gonna talk about today is time and change. So Roy, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. Awesome. So we've met a couple years ago and it's so funny how mutual kindred spirits get brought together. Mm -hmm. You know, we were both volunteering at an event uh, to raise money to help efforts and since then we've been able to continue our friendship and uh, just support each other in really powerful ways. So um, I want to just go back a little bit and let our audience know a little bit about you just in case they're not sure about your whole um, incredible background. Mm-hmm. So you were uh, Ohio State Buckeye football player turned NFL player turned philanthropist. Yes. Right? So tell nice. us tell us a little bit about that journey. Um, Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I was there from 2002 to 2006. We won a national title in 02, and uh, we actually played Coach Meyer when he was on the dark side in 2006 <laughs> when he was still coaching at Florida. Um, went on to play uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, for three years and played a little bit in Detroit as well. Um, I wanted to make sure I highlighted those particular time periods because Coach Tony Dungy was my coach in Indianapolis. Um, Faithfield man, um, just understood how to do things the right way, a man of integrity. And then Coach Jim Trestle was my head coach at Ohio State, who was huge on outreach and giving back and using your platform for a purpose. And so um, the exposure to those two leaders um, really gave me and planted the seeds to be able to leverage uh, the things that I have, resources, influence, or whatever it may be, my platform or my position in society that I've been blessed with to help others. And so as soon as I got done playing ball, now was really when the game started, right? And like now it's time to take all those things that I've acquired along the way from a character standpoint, discipline, responsibility, obviously giving back, um, and use it to help other people accomplish their goals and their dreams. So that's kind of what I'm all about now. We started the Driven Foundation in 2008. Um, I was a rookie in the NFL when I started it, but now 10 years later, uh, we've been able to make a huge, huge impact in the city of Columbus and surrounding areas. That's amazing. And, and the first thing that caught my attention when you were talking about this, you know, I thought you were going to go and dive into all the different teams you've played with in the NFL and talk about that. But your key focus was on the people who influenced you mm-hmm. and how they really changed your life. And I heard um, a couple of different uh, coaches named. Um, and do you think that that is maybe one of the reasons why you are who you are today or the people who are in your life? It is the reason. Um, I think we're shaped by the people around us. I really believe that in the relationships that we have and establish and the ones that we cultivate. I really believe that people, um, I mean, you win with people. That's actually a quote from Coach Woody Hayes from a long time ago. You win with people. But uh, you go further with people than you do possessions. And I think a lot of time people they they kind of focus on things and getting to a certain place where they think success is. Like I used to think the success was making it to the NFL. Um, And then when I got there, I was like, really, this is it? Really? Like, yeah, I have a little bit more money in my bank account, but this really, this is it. And so, um, but when you make your life about building people and you can watch them blossom and watch them develop um, and they can take a word or a phrase or a statement or a speech that you give them or an event where you serve them a free box of food and that kind of catapults an avalanche of, of goodness in their life, now all of a sudden you're doing, doing real work. So that's kind of what we do. And, and, and with people around you, you can always have those opportunities to give back. Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned Tony Dungy. Um, 
you know, what I've heard about him in so many different ways, exactly what you described, but I also have heard in his coaching, he had a really unique style that when he first came into the Colts, uh, the team wasn't doing well. And he worked for a few years to develop habits. And those habits are really what allowed that team to be reactive and quick and then ultimately become the best team, you know. Yeah, his uh, big thing was do your job, right? Yeah. No excuses, no explanations. That's on the wall. Do your job, no excuses, no explanations. You learn what to do, and if you just focus on what you're supposed to do and not worry about anybody else's job, you'll be successful and the team will be successful. Oh, I love it's that. That's good. That's awesome. That. So NFL, you had this wonderful ride, and then – you start to come to a point where you're making change. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that. How, how did that feel? Was there a point where, there were, were there low points? Were there, you know, what, what was that like? Uh, there were a lot of low points. Um, I had about a 24-hour period of depression where you don't know what you want to do with your life, where you're just looking up at the ceiling and you're like, all right, God, like, what like what are you doing? Like, what am, where am I? I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Um, and then you realize that actually was probably like rock bottom for me. Um, but I didn't realize that for the six or so months leading into that particular day, um, that in October of 2011, that I was actually in a depression the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Doing things that were uncharacteristic, um, building bad habits that were uncharacteristic. But a lot of it spiraled off of the fact that I had a terrible knee injury and surgery. And they told me I would never play ball again. And so when you start going over in your head, like the thing that you've been working for for 15, 16 years, you can't do anymore. Um, you just try, you, like you overreact in a negative way. And you're like, man, what am I supposed to do? But um, having good people around me and understanding my purpose and understanding, again, that my value wasn't necessarily in me being a ball player. Like it was, it was what I did, but it wasn't who I was. Um, and just in a 24-hour period, looking myself in the mirror and saying, how can I get back to helping people, which is what I like to do, instead of trying to pursue this goal or this dream of what I've deemed being successful, which is being in the NFL. Um, and so it was tough. It was tough then, but then as soon again, as soon as I shift my mindset into helping others, like overnight, it was like, man, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that reminds me, this summer I was at um, a summit, and there were a lot of, like, fancy life coaches who, who coach celebrities and, and, and athletes and and they allowed us to stand up and ask questions and so I had st- stood up and said you know I have come as far as I know how to come on my own and I, I see other people doing great things and I, I feel like there's no reason why I can't do those things but I feel like I'm just stuck where I am mm-hmm. and how do I get to that next level and and his response was um, to keep serving Mm-hmm. And so here I was looking for that magic ticket of how do I move myself into this level of greatness. And, mm-hmm. and his point was you already are great. And if you keep serving, it's not about trying to go for that, you know, higher paycheck. It's not about those things are all great. But those things, you know, the, the journey will unfold if you're serving. Mm-hmm. And if you're and you got to keep the eyes on that. That's right. Awesome. So that's kind of what you just said. That is it. I mean, uh, you know, anybody can serve. I think that's a quote from Martin Luther King. Anybody can be great because anybody can serve. Right. Mm. And and so when you make your life about other people, oh, my goodness, it's just the pressure's off of you. Yeah. Right. And the motivation is always there. People say, Roy, how do you stay motivated? Because if I don't do what I'm supposed to do in the lives of other people, then they won't be able to accomplish what they're supposed to accomplish via me being around. Right. Whatever that is. And so um, I think it's a great 
responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, a, it's a great mantle to carry, but it's a lot of fun, and, and I love doing it, love serving. I love that. So what made you ultimately choose to start Driven? What Was there a, a background passion, or was it just the door open at the right time? Yeah, um, the short of it is, um, you know, my mom raised uh, my sister and I uh, by herself. Uh, so dad had some challenges with, with uh, drug addiction. And so we had some, some financial issues growing up, and uh, we had to go without, and my mom had to go without often. Um, again, not to get into too, much, too many details right now, but... Um, just understanding what it's like to not have anything and to not have support um, and to watch my mom sacrifice the way that she had to in raising us. Um, I really wanted to be a light and a, and a staple in the community. Um, and so using my experiences and going through it, I know what a lot of these families are dealing with. And um, I really wanted to make sure that um, I leveraged and utilized my platform for a purpose. And so uh, we started off as just a football camp and because that's what football players do when we want to give back. We do a football camp for kids. But there was a um, an older uh, woman there that had her grandson at the uh, camp. And she mentioned to me, like, the camp was all good. But she said, you know, this isn't awesome that these kids are running and jumping. But what are you doing to kind of combat, like, real issues like lights not being on, food not being in a refrigerator? And um, I really got a chance to go back um, that fall and put some things together. And we moved Driven in a different direction to being a service-oriented, um, you know, very uh, flexible and and and. I don't know. We we're able to just do a lot of things. We didn't want to limit the people that we could help. So when people ask me what my mission statement is, I say we just help people. That's it. I love it. it. Simplicity is is key. And, you know, I know I've had the chance to go out and see you in action with uh, the young men and the mentors because this is an organization that helps um, specifically young men. Well, we help. Well, that's one of our focuses. So, I mean, 25% of the things that we do are, are around building young men. Uh, but between our food outreaches, I mean, we've give, we've distributed over 750,000 pounds of free food since 08, right? Wow. Um, but the mentorship piece is huge in building young men. Um, that's one of the things that we do. Uh, but a lot of motivational speaking pieces, um, we're really creative in um, how we go about, you know, kind of combating community issues. Yeah, I know you are so gracious to be uh, helping us with an event that's coming up for, for us. It's our Wish It Forward event where Roy is one of our keynote speakers of the evening helping to raise money to grant a wish for Wish Kids. So over and over and over again, you just give back, pay forward, and all of that stuff. Um, and when I got to go see you in action working with the young men and I had the chance to teach yoga to them, what I found is that these young men, they were remarkable. They were respectful. They were kind. Um, they had fun. I, they laughed a lot. Um, they trusted their mentors. And I just remember leaving there that day, and I only had just a, a kiss of the experience, like an hour of, with these young men. And I was amazed at how, how, you know, whatever you're doing, you're making such a huge difference in their lives. Well, thank you. Um, it's, uh, it's about connection, right? It's about yeah. people. And um, just even, you know, I want to thank you again for taking your time to come out and, and show those guys how to bend backwards and do eagle pose and all these downward <laughs> dog and all that. But they had a good time. But I think we get so wrapped up in uh, in our own worlds that yeah. we don't really realize the impact that we could make by just taking an hour. One out of 168, right? 168 hours in a week. If you just take one out of that 168 and just use it for service one way or another every week uh -huh. uh, your life will be enhanced and, and so will the people around you that you serve so it was a great time and we love just impacting young people a lot of those young guys don't get the experiences and they don't have the right relationships right so uh, we're kind of rebuilding and redirecting their 
their mindsets when it comes to people that don't look like you, right? Whether it's black, white, or whatever it may be, that you can still serve and give back and have friends and learn from people that don't look like you. And uh, you judge people based on their character um, and, and not their color. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's amazing. So um, those of you who are listening, the thing I wanted you to hear in this is that if you heard it's just one hour a week, you know, that's his challenge to you is one hour a week, find a way to serve. And it doesn't, you know, so many people tell me, well, I just don't know how to, you know, save the world, change the world. You don't have to do this big barbaric, you know, thing. It's just giving your time. It's just making the time, you know. Everyone tells me, I just don't have the time, but it's up to you and how you choose to spend it. And and maybe it's shifting a priority or two to know that your impact was felt. But it's one hour a week, and that is Roy's uh, challenge to you. Um, so I, I want to hear from you and hear how, uh, how that goes and what you do and how the impact can have that ripple effect. So, Roy, I have one last question for you. Yes. I really appreciate you uh, giving your time and share your inspiring story. Um, so if you had any advice, maybe it's an inspiring quote, whether it's something you learned from one of your coaches or your mom or your, your family, um, what, would you, what would you send, send us off with today? Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'll give you two words and a quote. All, All right. right. We'll take Love that. and then the word do. It's my second favorite word in the English language, um, the word do. But, uh, and then the quote, um, excuses are the crutches of the uncommitted. Um, and so we have a tendency to just make excuses on why we can't serve, why we can't do this, why we can't lose the weight, why we can't have the relationship, why we can't have the job, why we can't, like there's, we can figure out ways why we can't, um, but it's just a level of commitment. Like if you're really committed to making a difference, you'll find a way and you'll go do, and you'll do it because you love people, so. I love that. Well, Roy Hall, thank you so much. Uh, we'll have more with Roy. Uh, we're going to be recording his Wish It Forward talk this weekend. We'll post it out for you guys to see him uh, telling you a little bit more about his story. But I hope that you found some inspiration today. You're inspired to go serve and go serve in a way that you're passionate about. And uh, just to know every single thing you do every day, it matters. The way you treat people, the way you treat yourself, and the way you treat the world, it all matters. And uh, Roy is a huge example of how much impact you can have just by leading with your heart. So thanks, Roy. And everyone, go make it a great day. Find the good in all you do.